Oh my god. Have any guys ever googled Snape Snape wives? Snape wives or snake wives? Snape wives. No. Apparently it's a group of women who want to marry Severus Snape from the from the Harry <laughs> Potter movies and there's apparently a ton of pictures and I'm like really curious as to see what the pictures are. And it's like never google this, but I really want to google it. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to the IO Panel Podcast. This is episode 66. Um, my name is Evan. I'll be your host today. As with me, with me as always, James. How you doing, James? Hello. Hello. Mike? How you doing, Mike? What up? Spoiled it. Wrong. Um, hello? How you doing, Mike? Hey, uh, it's close enough, I guess. Hello. Hey. Good effort. Suck. 10 out of 10 from the Russian judges. That's right. <laughs> uh-huh. Good to be back with you guys. Um, any notable achievements from the previous week that we wish to talk about? The silence. Speaks deafening. volume. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, I remembered on Monday that I had a concert to go to on Thursday. And the concert I went to was, it was supposed to be two bands. The headliner was a British band called Tesseract, who I'm a big fan of. I was like, that name sounds very familiar to me. Mm-hmm. I've, I've probably forced you guys to listen to them on several occasions. Um, they're sort of a progressive, they're a metal band. They're not, they're not, uh, too hard they're bass heavy though got some good some good uh time signatures and good riffs and everything but it turned out to be four bands because they are on tour the two bands that were that i knew about are on tour with uh meshuga and megadeth who actually were at the Fillmore like last week Mm. um but then a third band came on like last minute and then there was a local band so it was a really good show I'm glad I went. Was it, it the, how was the venue? Well, it was the High Tone Cafe in Memphis, Tennessee. So I think their capacity is like 300 people. And I'm pretty sure only like 100 people showed up. Hmm. Which is crazy to me because, you know, they're not, uh, Tesseract is from the UK. So not super well known. But, much like the concert that we all went to, the other band from the UK, Architects, you know, they could easily sell out a theater, say five, six thousand people. Tesseract could also do that. So being able to see them, you know, with a hundred other people was pretty awesome. Were you up got front? to shake I was up front, got to shake their hands and everything. It's pretty uh I was pretty psyched <clears throat> about it. Were they contractually obligated to meet you? Unfortunately not. Uh, I would have liked that. That would have been awesome. That's always well, my goal. That w- I, apparently, that would have been unnecessary in this instance. Yeah, it would have been nice to have some more 
intimate personal time with them, but you know, a, a handshake is fine. Yep, it's more than I got with uh, Shatner. Yep, he was like, stand on the X, look forward, don't touch him. Yeah, <laughs> they were like, don't talk to him. That's literally what they said. Are you serious? Yeah, oh, and I, I said something to him. I was like, I, I forget what I said. Uh, like, I really enjoyed the show or something like that. I love you, sir. And no, I said, I didn't say all that. I was like. His hand hovered and his voice cracked, my man. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, I said, I really like the show or I really like your work. Or so. I said something like that. I don't remember. And he just, he he barely eked out a thank you. He was like, thank you. You know, like, I was like, oh, God. I was like, I'm not worthy. And I just spoke to him. <laughs> You're like, I felt so guilty afterwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I thought I was better than the rules, but I wasn't. <laughs> oh, and dude, I think I told you guys this, but, you know, so many people brought, like, Star Trek, like, pins. I'm sure. I bet he hated that. Yeah, well, they're like the you know the the handlers there are like oh you can just give that to me you know <laughs> like yeah like to everyone you know I was like oh okay yeah you know something I didn't realize and I was like really people bring that like come on dude you must have a trillion of those but, yeah. apparently when um Joe Joe R- Rowling or Rowling whatever the chick who wrote Harry Potter J.K. When, Rowling yeah when she first. When the first books came out, she was doing like book signings and everything, and a bunch of fans kept bringing, you know, envelopes. She was like, "Oh, it's fan mail," and her her handlers, since you use that word, mm-hmm. grabbed them all. And she was like, "Why are you taking these things?" But apparently, a lot of fans will sort of write their own storylines, mm-hmm. and if something similar happens to come up in another book, they'll be like. Yo, I gave this to her. That's my idea. I need the royalties. Give me the money. So if someone else takes the envelope, then she can have deniability. Like, I never saw that it was given to someone else. I never touched it. Uh, That's interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. I hope we all learned something today. What do people expect when they give J.K. Rowling their their fan, their their erotic fan fiction of Harry and... <laughs> And fucking Whoa, James. whoever doing like fucking one of the widgets or whatever. I don't know anything about that. Well, series. first of all, who said it has to be erotic? What else would it be? <laughs> Come on, bro. Oh, eight year olds <laughs> getting it on is. Where high. else are you gonna take the Potters? What are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, who? What do they think is gonna happen when they show them her fan fiction? I mean, is 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 she gonna be like she's gonna she's gonna go home, read it, and be like blown away? Get me on the phone with Jake16 from Idaho. Hello, Jake. I loved your story. Come and be a writer with me. That's I'm exactly what they think. I'm you out. That's what they think. So, I mean, I guess only, that's the only thing I can think would happen. That they think would happen. They're sold a false, a false dream that they could be anything if they that just they wanted it hard in enough. Their own head. Yeah. Stop Ooh. trying hard and go see if 7-Eleven's hiring the man. We've all seen uh, <laughs> Fight Club. Yeah. What happens at Fight Club? What same thing. No, not the what, same thing, but yeah. erotic Harry Potter fan fiction? No, it's like, you know, we all thought we could be doctors and lawyers and blah oh, and whatever. Yeah. But we won't. That's not know. JK Rowling's fault. No, of course not. It's God's fault. And probably <laughs> the, in the average person's life, that's the highest you'll ever be as a doctor or a lawyer or something like that. 
Or no, it wasn't like Doctor Lawyer. Thing. Whatever he said, <laughs> no, he's like a... he's like rock stars or this or that or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, ro- yeah rock stars. Said. Doesn't say like rock stars, football players. Yeah, people think that's gonna happen. It's never gonna happen. Yeah. No. Well, on that note, should we get into some news? We shall. We shall. Okay, I've got the first one, James. I Call the know. ball. I don't know. <laughs> Roger Ball. <laughs> Negative Ghost Rider. The pattern's full. James, I don't know if this still applies to you, but uh, a county in Illinois is the number one opponent of big tobacco, according to this article. Kankakee County would like to remind everyone that vaping can be just as dangerous as smoking traditional cigarettes. How? Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, I, I was like, like, are you glad he asked article? Him? From the Kankakee, Kankakee County, Illinois, Kankakee, Illinois <laughs> Daily Journal, family owned since 1903. I feel like this is not going to be riddled with science or fact, but let's continue. It it may contain some of one of those. Um, so it's well, okay. So e-cigarettes only before you it. finish. Hold on, I'm sorry. <laughs> before you start, I just zoomed down to the comments. And there's like one long comment that it's like, um, this is fun, like not knowing what the story is and reading the comment. Condor says, <laughs> love it. Give it to them. Condor then says, bull. Then Condor says again, stop trying to run my life and get your facts straight. <laughs> <laughs> and he's replying to no one. A guy having a conversation with himself. Yes. In the okay. comments. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so I was just going to say, while there's no long-term studies on the side effects of e-cigarettes or vaping, because they're only about a decade old, uh, it's still, it does still hinder lung function and can contain chemicals that are known uh, linked to lung disease. But since advertising is what it is, and it was, I would say, often perceived as a safe alternative to smoking... Until the FDA regulated uh, e-cigarettes and their, I guess, their contents and distribution last year, the e-cigarette usage amongst high schoolers increased from 1.5% in 2011 to 16% in 2015. So they're starting them young. Now, we're all old enough to make educated decisions and and live with them because we all smoked for a very long time. But just a reminder from the number one opponent of big tobacco in Illinois. E-cigarettes are not safe. Credit here. Well, thank you for that very insightful. Any modicum of fact or reasoning would be great. Greatly appreciated. I'll have Condor get back. Get Get back to you. Yeah. (laughs) Get get back at you. (laughs) I mean, get get back with you. Yeah. So, Evan, um, you mentioned the word mm-hmm. side effects, mm-hmm. which made me th- think of the movie Side Effects, starring <laughs> Jude Law. How how convenient. It's actually a good movie. If you haven't seen it, you should see it. I that's have all, not. That's all I'll say. Thank you for the reminder. He's like, thank you for that incredibly useless tangent. You know, Jude Law is okay. He He's is okay. Made, he has done some okay things in his life. Gattaca is a great movie. That's true. If no one has seen if you ha- if anyone listening to this hasn't seen Gattaca, 
Go watch Gattaca. It'll change your fucking life. Uh, I wouldn't say that, but it is a good movie. James, uh, don't I'll fuck with J- me. <laughs> it's a good movie. It wouldn't change your life. I mean, it's just a regular movie, but it's a good movie. It's just a regular movie. It's just a regular movie? Mm. Is it? Is it Cut. What? I don't know, man. I don't know. It shaped my life, B. <laughs> now, if you want a life-changing movie, go see... Uh, go see Tango and Cash. <laughs> That's a great no, movie. Go, go see Out of Time. Would it go see Just in Time, the one with Justin Timberlake and Olivia oh. Wilde? Oh. <laughs> that will change your life. You'll change it into something else. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Make was... you away from the theaters. Yeah, I don't... Uh... <laughs> I, mean, I don't think saying. anyone will leave the theaters here. I mean, it's not Johnny Mnemonic, all right? Hey, I sat through that whole movie and liked every second of it. Right? I sat through half an hour and dipped the fuck out. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my God. What is wrong with you? It was that, awful. That thing is a gem. It's, I've never it's seen good a movie now. so bad I've just had to leave. That's the only movie I've ever walked out of is Johnny Mnemonic. A friend of our wa- friend of ours walked out of uh, Team America World Police. I can understand that. Yeah, I could get that too. I don't understand it, considering the same friend watched two times in the same day Kung Pao Enter the Fist <laughs> at the movie theater. <laughs> that movie's great. It's actually pretty awful. But it's yeah. fucking, this is fucking, the parody, it parodies so fucking hardcore that it's like, it, it parodies itself while it's parodying itself again from the fourth dimension. That's how hard it parodies itself. It's awesome. It's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Like, someone just sat down in the editing room and was like, man, whatever this girl says we're going to do. <laughs> like, that's all she does. Every time she opens her mouth, it's like, wee-oo, wee-wee. It's, all, it's great. <laughs> Come on, man. Michael, you're broken inside, man. I realize that now. <laughs> After oh, 25 I- years of friendship, I realize you're broken inside. Yeah. <laughs> Because I like Gattaca and don't and hate garbage. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Although I I do like my own garbage. You know, you know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, you know Johnny Mnemonic, obviously. Apparently, not a fan favorite. Didn't no, know. A, I thought it's it was okay an okay now. Movie. I think it it's was okay now. Was cracked okay. up to be okay. I mean, it's you know, it's one of those '90s. You know, it's like watching uh, what is it, The Lawnmower Man or something? You know, I mean, yeah. The the eleven year old me was not pleased with it. Oh, okay. Well, it's understandable, I guess. Yeah. Um, Should we move on to the next uh, Rick and Morty reference? Mm-hmm. So, Let's Encrypt. Let'sEncrypt.org is, uh, for just to remind everyone, it's a website that gives uh, free SSL certificates. And the link I put in here in the short show notes is uh, they announced that starting in 2018... They're going to start giving away wildcard certificates, which is interesting. That is like subdomains. Yeah. So like, you know, normally when you get an SSL certificate, it could be for, you know, blower.com and www.blower.com, let's say. Mm -hmm. But if you have I like Ike.blower.com, that wouldn't be covered. You know, by the right. same SSL cert, you'd have to get another SSL cert for that. A wildcard cert just says anything dot blower dot com covered. You know, so it makes uh, it can make you make your life easier, basically, mm-hmm. when you're trying to secure a website. 
or that's several pretty, websites. That's pretty tedious if you, I mean, so any like paid service, you can do that now, I'm assuming. Yes. Yes. You can get wildcard certificates from yeah. real quote unquote real CAs. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Let's encrypt next year. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oh yeah. So this this was just a funny little thing I saw. This person wrote wrote some kind of program that does their job for them. Mm-hmm. And My dad did that a long time ago. He still talks about it. Oh yeah? Yeah, it was like some like Lotus one, two, three, you know, Excel spreadsheet he was like i plugged in the numbers it would have taken 60 hours took three hours i was awesome at that i was the first one to use a computer at the hilton marriott in uh, panama or whatever it was (laughs) nice Mm -hmm. well this person's done something similar but instead of they have to parse a, a spreadsheet and then go through something and enter the data somewhere else and do blah 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 whatever it is is it Bill Redmond with pivot tables? Oh my god. What James, pivot. Use the pivot. He, was, he thought he was the shit using that stuff. Pivot tables. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty awesome back then. So this is just funny, and he's like this is like a moral quandary. Right? It's like, should I tell my boss? No. No, yeah. I mean just just in case it stops working. So if it, I mean you're you're looking out for the company. So if you tell your boss and you eliminate your position in favor of using this program that no one else knows how to maintain, what if it stops working? Then the company is you know the company has to stop working. But if That's... you're there and you know what's happening and you can fix it if something goes wrong or just do your job when called upon, you save that company. That's the difference between Michael and, uh, oh, I mean, uh, Evan and me. Evan's so straight edge that he's like, oh, the company will stop working if you're not there. Not even thinking that if you're not there, you've probably been fired because you made this great program <laughs> that can replace your fucking lazy ass job, which was really just pushing buttons, reading a piece of paper, pulling a piece of information from here and putting it there and replace, replace, replace. I mean, come on. I mean, so if you tell your boss you did that, have an eye for what the next thing should be. Don't replace yourself and then say, well, I'll just sit here. Because then your boss will be like, how does this work? You show him, and then that's it. Then you're gone. What'd you do? You know what I mean? You could make it only work with your credentials. You could do that, but I feel like if you're that good, well, if you're that good at any of these things, you shouldn't be doing some dumb job that basically any robot can do. You should be doing something else. So maybe you should get maybe you should get fired, take the unemployment, and then move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's one perspective. Yep. Yeah, so just thought it was interesting. Well, good. Um, what else we got here? We got some uh, some look at some mixed reality, I believe. Yes, yes, yes. Wait, a first look and then a second look, oh, perhaps. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, what was Git Swifty? That was Let's Encrypt wildcard certificates. How does that connect to Git Swifty? Let's Encrypt's getting Swifty with it. Ugh. 
You even see that episode? <laughs> I've seen every episode, James. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Did you you binge watch them all? Yes. It's a very Excellent. loose, did you- tacit <laughs> connection. It's very loose. Did Just you- not cute, Michael. Did you like the? Had you seen the dream episode before with the uh, the parasites? Yes. Oh, you had seen it before. Yes. Dude, my favorite character from there. There's they got Hammerai. <laughs> A samurai covered in ham steaks, and uh, was it Aberdolf <laughs> Linkler? Oh, God. oh, they had him at the party. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. Okay, so um, let's jump in here. Okay, so this is pretty cool. Um, also pretty dumb, but pretty cool. I'll break it down for you. This is Acer's dev kit for Microsoft's based on Microsoft Mix Reality Platform. Kind of like their version of the Hololens. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy here tests it out. He tests it out with with uh, it is. Hold on, I'll tell you the build here if I can find it. Uh, where is it? Okay, I don't know where it is. But if you follow, if you look at, click on my second link uh, that we'll go over next. They have the build of Microsoft of of Windows uh, from the Insider Preview Kit that you previews that you need. To, to, it has the Microsoft Mixed Reality Portal on it. But you plug this into your computer, you launch it with the Mixed Reality Portal, and basically you get a office, let's say, a little office, or not an office, but like a, a room with a desk, and your monitor, you have a, a monitor sitting there. So the only difference between... Okay, I'm all over the place. Basically, this doesn't use any towers to move around. It doesn't use light towers like my HTC Vive does. Um, it does not have a full compute. It's not a full computer like the like the uh, like the Hololens is. There's no batteries. It's all hardwired. Um, it doesn't. It's not see through. It has two cameras on the front, but they're sensors more than anything else. They're not cameras. This is what we talked about when we talked about the cheaper versions of the VR headsets. This guy's calling it a mixed reality set. It's not really mixed reality. I feel like this is Microsoft just kind of like throwing their own term. Instead of using augmented reality or virtual reality, they said we're going to call it mixed reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess technically it is a mix of the two, but it's a dumb name that I hate. Um, and there's actually another article that I'll put in here that's all about why um, it, using the term mixed reality is good for Microsoft um, and bad for VR and AR. But that's another story for another day. But uh, anyway, this device, it's basically HoloLens Jr. that you can't see through. You can't walk around the office. But you can, it's mostly like an HTC Vive. It has for real lenses inside. It's almost just like my Vive. You put it on, you see a virtual workspace, but it's mixed reality because you can go and open your computer desktop on it. And I can do that right now with my HTC, but... I'm very limited. Like I can't bring Windows attributes and things into the real world, into not the real world, into into the VR space. Like I can't have the calculator running or this running or that running. But with the mixed reality portal, it lets you bring in all these various aspects of Windows into outside of the the desktop window hmm. and into all over the space. It's honestly pretty cool. Like I from watching the video, I'm like I wouldn't mind working with this. Um, it isn't a HoloLens though, which is what this guy's talking about. It like it's a HoloLens, but you can tell he's never used any VR or if he has, he doesn't own one, 
because this is a VR headset. That's what this is. This is a VR HMD. Yeah. You know, that's all it is. Um, it's very cool, and it's probably cheap. Uh, the nice thing is it seems a lot, a lot more lightweight. It only uses HDMI and USB-C. Um, there is no headphones. There are no headphones. There's no audio. There's no um, microphone. There, It pops up like this on your head, and the way it's mount designed, it's light enough that it can just sit up on top of your head. Pretty nice. The interior interior foam is Velcroed in. Same thing with the HTC Vive. Uh, the resolution it looks pretty similar. Um, the setup is about the same. You may, you draw a imaginary box, and that's the space you can walk around in. Probably the coolest thing about this, though, is <clears throat> that the frames per second when walking around on the computer, on his computer, are pretty choppy. But that's probably because it doesn't use lighthouses to get its physical location. It uses the actual headsets. It uses those two cameras to see the walls and make decisions about the space. Mm. Um, I think that's pretty cool, honestly. Like that's it, it bothers me because I spent $800 on the Vive. But at the same time, like I love the fact that this is something like my mom could probably use. And that's something that Michael's mom could put on. Like if she wanted a recipe, like she could probably hook this up to her, not her Mac, but you know, if she had a PC, she could hook it up and use it. And she might, she might put it this way. Someone might, someone, a Joe Schmo might pick this up and be like, it would make sense to them, you know, because it's very lightweight. It's not all complex. It's not like launch this program, open Steam VR, blah blah blah. Now run the game. Is it gonna work? Cross your fingers. You know, this seems like you just plug it in. And it's Windows. You know, so if you know Windows, you can use this. Um, it doesn't have any hand controls yet. The the Hololens, you can kind of do like this. You can. Put your fingers together and pop them open to open windows. You can do this and do the pinching gestures to make things larger or smaller. Um, but they are making a augmented reality, or sorry, he's calling them mixed reality controller. It's just a fucking VR controller. Um, but they are making a VR controller that you can hold. Um, it has sensors all around it and a halo, so it looks very much like a Vive controller. Same kind of design. My question is, though, how is that going to work? Because there are no lighthouses. Will you have to be, will the controllers only exist while you're looking at them? That's one thing about the vibe that I love. Like, I can take my arms, put them out on both sides, and look straight ahead, grab a thing here, grab a thing here, and pull the two things together without looking. Or I can, like, look over there and do a thing without actually seeing anything, without seeing what I'm doing, you know, because because the the lighthouses see my hands. So that's one cool thing. I'm sure someone will figure out a way to get around that, though. Well, if if the only sort of sensors are the cameras on the headset, then it would make sense <clears throat> that the uh, the hands would not exist if they're not in view. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I think is happening because there's no external equipment. So who knows mm-hmm. what they'll do? Maybe they'll route it through your through a webcam or something. But it's it's the video's worth watching. Um, the guy's a little annoying, but uh. Only because he has a HoloLens and this thing. He must be some rich fucking dope-ass <laughs> fucking guy. Um, he's not dope at all. He's a big nerd, but I still envy him because he has these things. I want to like play with them. Um, and the second article is a related story that I kind of started going down the mixed reality wormhole. And I said, let me look up this portal. So... Uh, and this is actually the one that has the Windows 10 uh, preview. It's uh, yeah, it's build fifteen fifteen forty eight. Sorry, uh, one five zero four eight one hundred. Okay, whatever. You guys get it. Okay, <laughs> it's build one five zero four eight. Uh, 
or later installed. It comes with the mixed reality portal. It does not work with the Vive or the Oculus, which if it did, call it it. That's all. That's all I need. You know, I don't need anything else. Like I could see myself actually using my computer like this. Um, <laughs> I totally could. I could just like if you look at the video and see how he you how easy he uses it, you can tell it's lighter and less encumbered than the Vive. So I could easily sit down and use that thing and do all my computing with it, like do this show with it. And if I could have gotten this working today, I would have done this show today with the Vive with it, if mm. I could have, because it's it's like it's truly Windows. It's not like the desktop app that I have. I think it's called OVR Drop. That gives you a very good desktop, and you can open multiple desktops, but it doesn't. It doesn't actually do a really great job of uh it's just kind of emulating a desktop. It's not Windows, not linked into Windows. Right. So you, there's no real native it doesn't it just sort of like mimics whatever's on your screen, you know? Uh so cool, but you know, meh. Got a ways to go before we're all living go. in mixed yeah. reality. Yeah, but it's going to happen soon. I I, I it definitely is going to happen soon. Um, I don't know if Windows will be the place we're going to do it. Someone, I feel like this is the place where someone will take a, like a Linux backbone and design something really cool, a native mixed reality experience for computing and overlay it on top of a Linux backbone. And you'll never know what you're using. Or like one of the the gaming console companies will come and do something really awesome. But um, this is still cool. It's very cool. So this article is worth reading about the, the the insider build. I'll probably download it and try it out at some point. Um on a VM or something somewhere. And uh, um, you can actually try mixed reality without this, without the headset. So I don't know how that works. I didn't read the article. <laughs> I just was looking at it to get the build number. But um, it, I would imagine that Microsoft or maybe Valve uh, would put out something like this before any sort of Linux thing exists, just because even like, Gaming on Linux and desktop like window managers on Linux and you know desktop graphics and higher DPI resolutions are still kind of like super buggy and some work and some don't. Um, so I'd probably say if if there's going to be something like this mainstream in the next five years, it'll be either Microsoft or Valve. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I think Valve has, I don't know, man. Sometimes I think they get it, and sometimes I think they don't. You Even know, though they, their Steam OS was Linux based, I don't know whatever happened to that. Kind of died, I guess. Yeah, but they'll probably well, be involved. They're still making their their Steam Box thing. Are they? Yeah. No one buys those. I don't know why anyone would, but yeah, <laughs> they're doing their. They're, but they're still they, there. They do their video platform on it natively. I think hmm. they're 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 weird movies they have up there. Um, right, cool. Comp. But yeah, that's it. <clears throat> that's all I had. Well, thank you very much. Uh, should we move on to some Stranger Danger? Mike, I think you got some stuff here. Indeed, indeed. So, let's see. First up, I put here, Google is racist. Fact. Fact. Exactly. Now, <clears throat> what happened was, um, Google, uh, in their Chrome web browser now they've they've uh, banned two Chinese uh, certificate authorities 
One is called Woe Sign, and the other one is called Start to Come. Weren't there some nefarious or non-legitimate uh, certificates issued from some, like a subsidiary, like a contractor to one of the Chinese certificate authorities within the last year? Mm-hmm. Is this to do with that? Yeah, it says, as the punishment announced last October, Google no longer trusts certificates, these certificates. From Very the good. This is launch. It's starting with Chrome 61. So whenever that comes out, shouldn't be too long. We're at Chrome 59 right now. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, this is because um, they haven't been, you know, these these certificate authorities either have not been very doing their due diligence, right, and or they're under the control of the Chinese government, and mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know doing whatever you know. So so Google's like, nope, nope, we're taking you out. You're done. Does Google have a presence in China? Like, do they have a Chinese office? Um, do they have satellite offices around the world? They must. They like Facebook has some, I guess. I think they do. I think they do, but I'm not sure. I mean, I know they have mm. a website there. You know, they have like a Chinese version of Google. Well, right. Then they get some flack for complying with Chinese law. I don't remember that, but it wouldn't surprise me. Because they were like, you know. You know, China, like, they like to censor things. Right. So they were, you know, doing that. And people were like, yo, bro, you can't do that. You know, that whole thing. If they want to operate within the Great Firewall of China, they must comply. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah, so that's it. So, if you have any certificates from these shady... uh Certificate authorities, go get some new ones. <laughs> to any of those companies listening. Yeah, exactly. So next up, we have uh, another article here. Researchers were able to crack a uh, 1,024-bit RSA encryption um, in the in the GPG crypto library. Was it with a... $40 million quantum computer? Um, no. Hmm. That's worrying. Can you summarize? Well, it involves math. Right. I'm a math guy. I can take it. It says, uh, so they put out a paper and it says, we demonstrate a complete break of RSA 1024 as implemented in libgcrypt. Our attack makes essential use of the fact that libgcrypt uses the left-to-right method for computing the sliding window expansion. Then it says, the pattern of squarings and multiplications in left-to-right sliding windows leaks significantly more information about the exponent than right to left. We show how to extend the henninger shackham algorithm for partial key reconstruction to make use of this information and obtain 
a very efficient full key recovery for RSA 1024. Huh. So I wonder, mm-hmm. can they just re revise that library and make it go right to left or be random? Probably. Or, hmm. Yeah. Or don't use 1024. Or, it's getting we harder have, and harder these days, man. We have 2048, 4096. That's a lot of computing power. We don't have that kind of overhead. But it says they've already released a fix for it. Okay. Perfect. So. Safe. Yum update, everyone. <laughs> Very good. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, before the show, we were briefly talking about something called CubeOS, I believe. Which cubes. is Cubes OS. OS. Yes, I apologize sir. wholeheartedly. Cubs. Cubs. Cubes. Cubes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of like a uh, an operating system where everything that runs in it is a virtual machine that is securely segmented, for the most part, from everything else. Um, James, you put in a couple of links here, sort of related to that, I think. Mm-hmm. Would you like to summarize? Would you like to speak about them? Oh, you started talking about CubeOS. I didn't know what was happening. Okay. So, um... All right, so we've got here, imagine a world. In a world. In a world. In a world. (laughs) Okay, imagine a computer that was impervious to physical attack. Impervious to physical touch. Didn't we talk about this a while ago, James? I don't think we did. We didn't talk about this. No, no, we talked about doing that. We talked about doing it, and I talked about I even drew some plans out. Because I don't know anything about computers, really. Um, I don't know anything well, about like, let like me guess. the electronics that makes a computer a computer. Were the, were the plans? Aren't you like a master of, technician or something? I'm a master baiter, my man. <laughs> were the plans full of oh, oh. various sized boxes? Yes. <laughs> and the boxes were delineated by CPU, yeah. hard drive, like that, you know. But um, I, I've been thinking for a long time about secure, secure computers. Excuse me, but um, aggressivebrush.com. Um, <laughs> but this is uh, pretty amazing, honestly. And I heard about it earlier last week, and I was kind of surprised this slipped under our radar. It's as security obsessed as as you guys are. Um, so what you're looking at here is the Orwell by uh, I think they're called Defiant Logic. Uh, design shift. Design shift. I made the, I made that up. Defiant logic. <laughs> um. Uh. Design shift. So basically, this thing is freaking cool, dude. It's cool as shit. X86 PC, Intel Skylake CPU. Uh, comes in two versions. Uh, we'll go over that in a second. Uh, but basically, let's break it down. It's got a hard drive. One of the Intel like uh crazy SSD, the skinny ones. M.2. Um, yeah, the M.2 SSD hard drives, um, uh, the 540 series, 256-bit encrypted drive. The encryption for the drive is stored in the in a secure microprocessor that has a six-month off charge, a six-month unpowered battery uh, power supply. Um, it has a, a wired mesh surrounding the entire CPU, surrounding the entire CPU, plus a honeycomb within. So. 
if you like said I'm gonna open this and you tried to open it, as soon as you separated the wire mesh, it would delete the encryption key. Let's say you said I'm gonna drill a hole in this, it deletes the encryption key because you break the wire mesh. Let's say you're like, I'm going to freeze it, slow the electrons, and then that <laughs> will allow me to work on it on a zero-degree t- zero temperature thing. Because you're a fucking mad scientist, James Bond villain, and you have that ability to do that. It doesn't matter because it can detect temperature, major temperature shifts. So then it will be like, nah, B, delete the encryption key. Okay? Um, so uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah, monitors temperature, any drastic change will nuke the encryption key, um, the wire mesh, mo- so the m- wire mesh pumps data through at through the, it pumps data through the mesh at random intervals, so it's constantly monitoring the mesh. I think it's a fucking cool, like a really genius idea. Um, it comes in two versions, glass or plastic. I guess glass if you're like, I don't know, the super paranoid. Um... But it's it's like a fucking computer, dude. And one of the OSs it can run is CubeOS. Hmm. Um, oh, there you go. Yeah. So I've got the thing. Got the the thing here. Processor Intel Skylake M Skylake M3 um, or M7 with Pro with V Pro or without V Pro. Graphics uh, Intel <laughs> Intel chipset, of course. Outputs 4K. Supports two times US. It has two ta- two USB C threes and one micro HDMI. External power adapter um, connects to a USB 3 port. Uh, 8 gigs of memory. Storage is 180 gigs or 480 gigs M2, M.2 SSD with 256 automatic 256-bit encryption. Uh, connectivity, Bluetooth 4.1, Wi-Fi, all the standards. Uh, let's see. Operating system, Ubuntu, Linux, uh, Windows 10, and CubeOS. Uh Let's see, microcontroller. So they have a secure microcontroller that does all all the magic happens. Um, it's a Max thirty two five fifty deep cover secure Cortex M three with projected six month unplugged battery life. <laughs> Dude, what is that? How can I get three of these? Okay, um, authentication. So that's oh, here's the other part. It has a key fob. That key fob is also encrypted, and the traffic between the key fob and the device is encrypted. Okay, so you use the key fob that acted that turns on the USB-C ports and the device. If you walk away, it locks the device and shuts off the USB-C ports. Um, let's see. Uh, well, if you ever become an international assassin, this could be a very important tool in your kit. Absolutely. This is how you manage all your murders. Correct. You know, now you can keep your murders. Now you can actually write. You don't have to put a code name. No more, you know, Big Bird, 8 o'clock, <laughs> French foreign museum no now you can say killed ambassador of zimbabwe blah 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 you can just be straight up like you don't have to no more subterfuge you know yep um you know what this reminds me of do you guys remember that usb drive called the iron key mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yep reminds me of work really of course i'm impressed has that, has anyone ever destroyed one not that i'm aware of okay but uh, yeah, take and this thing's tiny as fuck, dude. It'll fit in the palm of your hand easily. Um, yeah, the, so only it's down- the size of an ashtray. Yeah, the only downside is it does not have any. You know, obviously there's no monitor, there's no um, keyboard, nothing like that. So 
you know, who knows if someone, I have a feeling someone will try to hack into one using, you know, the, the monitor or the, you know, passing through that somehow or passing through, um, the USB mouse or keyboard, something like that, but we'll see what happens. I'm sure someone's lining up to hack this thing. Uh, people are going to try physical attacks and all kinds of stuff. Um, the other cool thing that for some reason you can do is you can buy three of them and make the whole thing rack mountable. <laughs> I don't know why that's one of their options, but it is. So um, anyway, the second link gives a whole rundown of the whole thing. Honestly, dude, pretty fucking amazing. Can you like, actually is, buy one of these? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, they started at 750 bucks. Yeah, it's a, well, it's a, I think it's a little more than that, but... Um, I think it's sixteen hundred, but let me see here. Mm. Their funding goal was only twenty five grand, by the way. It was like proof of concept. I, maybe I don't know. So yeah, uh, it looks like the rack mount server chassis is three forty nine. The plastic enclosure, one hundred twenty gigs of storage, eight gigs of RAM. Skylake AIM three, um, is sixteen hundred. Huh. And the glass enclosure, it's all maxed out. 8 gigs of RAM, M7, 480 gig hard drive is $23.99. But you know what? If you really needed it, $23.99 is nothing. Right. Like, I would have been perfectly, like, if they had said $4,000, I'd be like, okay. You know? Because if you really need it, you could charge way more than this. What they should do, since you pointed out the flaw of, of essentially not having a way to interface with it on the go... If they created a basic tablet that would link to it, so it would give you like a desktop and you know a touch interface. Oh, that's a good idea. They could probably pull it off if they're if they already have this product. Maybe you should give that to uh, the guy who invented his handler at a book signing. Okay, I'll put it in a <laughs> secure envelope. No, and it's actually it, that's give, actually a really good idea. I'll give it to J.K. Rowling. Because you can just keep this. I mean, you can give it. To, that'll be. Hey, what is this? What am I supposed to do with this? Evan from Tennessee. Harry I'm Potter calling you. Harry Potter in the encrypted tablet. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, I think it's a good idea though, but um, we'll see if they figure that. If they figure out a way to get around that, I'm sure what's going to happen is. Some big hacking group is going to crack one of these open and figure out how to... They're going to find some vulnerability with it. That's what always happens. But even still, like, can you imagine? Like, And it runs Windows 10, no problem. So, I mean, 8 gigs of RAM, Skylake M7, I mean... Well, as we just recently learned, apparently the RSA 1024 is crackable. So, I mean, this is... 256 that's not the same technology i'm sure but well no and that's just the that's just the encryption for the uh hard drive um, yeah that's a the, different different kind of thing there's a whole another layer of encryption the the whole the thing has a whole another layer of encryption that it's in the uh i couldn't find where they said it but they specifically say that that 256 is the hard drive only and there's a whole another encrypted situation going on with the unit so <laughs> Unit. Yeah, with its unit. But uh, yeah, I don't. That's, I, that's I don't pretty know, cool. I had never heard of that really before. Cool. Yeah, and honestly, the whole mesh thing—that's like obviously it's an old idea, but it's super smart, like a very well applied. You know, they win the sci-fi, the sci- <laughs> sci- science fiction. Wait, what's it called? Science fair? Science fair. They win the science fair. <laughs> 
Only thing is, this thing's ugly as sin. It just looks like a fucking alien ship or something. They could have made it look like a little box or... I don't think it looks that bad. It kind of reminds me of a so ubiquity cool. access point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Or that, that hub thing. Yeah, it's pretty unobtrusive. It could even, like, sit on a table and people wouldn't really know it's a computer. Yeah. The lay person. The lay person. <laughs> Sheep. No. This would be a good... Uh, oh, yeah, and also, it, there's a location-based thing you can turn on that's off by default, but you can turn it on. So if it's picked up and moved, it'll fry the encryption key. Ooh. Yeah. Don't forget to toggle that off before you take basically. it out of your house. Like, yeah, fuck. basically. Basically. <laughs> Talk about Good. a safe place to keep that prawn, though. I'll tell you, man. Yeah. We'll, we'll get three and we'll uh, put them on display at next year's Hope. Yeah, perfect. Mm-hmm. Next to between the nine binary teens and the guy selling fucking Club Monte. Yep. And we get the lockpicks. And the yeah. lockpick. And the seven lockpick booths. <laughs> Lockpicking is cool, though. It is cool, but it's not... You still I mean, believe that? I do. In you my know heart. what? I'm, I have a fedora I'm... for you to wear for the rest of your <laughs> life now. <laughs> I'm judging harshly. James's lockpicking skills came in very useful in the hotel room. They did. That was nice. Yeah. Thank After, you, James. like, three hours... I was just thinking about that the other I'm day. Attempting. <laughs> it was less than an hour. More than half an hour. <laughs> That looks like a complicated And I couldn't lock. get the door locked. I couldn't get the door yeah, locked. Yeah, you're back. like, uh, how do we undo this? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't undo it. <laughs> it's all right. We'll try again next time. Yeah. Yeah. We need to go to Black Hat next time. No more hope. Yeah, or we, we can no go to we can go to Schmoocon. Or Schmoocon. That's here in Schmookon. DC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't have to go anywhere. That'd be great. Just show up. We'll make some plans. Mm-hmm. So Mike. Star Trek. Yes, we've Discuss. all heard of we've all heard of Star Trek, I think. Created by the late great Gene Roddenberry. Yep. Um so as everyone knows, they've they've rebooted the movies. And the first one was pretty good. I thought. The second Can you one was, believe that came out eight years ago? That is pretty crazy. Did I see that with you? Or did I see the second one? Not with me. Which one? Neither. No, I saw one with you in in Rockville. You were here visiting or something. Hmm. Might have been the second one then. Okay. Well, um, so first one good, second one still pretty good. This is the third one, right? Yeah. Star Trek Beyond. So I watched it the other day, and... For a good three quarters of the movie, I was like, what the hell is going on? Like, the, I don't know if I should give it away, but. Spoiler alert. Okay, spoiler alert, fine. So, basically, the Enterprise gets attacked immediately upon entering the system by, like, this swarm of ships. And it's unclear their motives. At first, first their motive is. We're after this weapon that we know the Enterprise has on board, this ancient weapon or something. Fine. But then they're like, we hate the Federation. We're going to come and kill everyone. And it's like, why, bro? 
what the fuck? It's like, what do we ever do to you? It's like, we come in peace. They're like, eat a dick. You know, like, <laughs> like there's like no clear motivation, you know? And only until like the last, like maybe half hour of the movie, they finally explain it. And I was like, oh, okay. This makes a little more sense. But it was just so ridiculous. I was like, what the fuck, man? I was turned off when I saw the first previews for it. Um, it didn't show, I thought it didn't show very much action. It kind of like focused on the interpersonal relationships between the crew. That's the feel that I got just from the preview. So I didn't watch the movie ever. Well, the movie is the exact opposite. Okay. So have you seen any of the more recent Fast and Furious movies? Uh, yes, I saw not the most recent, but the previous one. So like Fast 7. Mm-hmm. So the action-packed, right? Yeah. Okay. This Star Fast Trek was directed by the... What? Sorry, sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't resist. It's a Fast and Furious thing. Just go ahead. The... The most recent Star Trek movie was directed by the same director of the Fast and Furious movies. Okay. And, yeah, so it was basically nonstop action. Hmm. But Which crap. is okay, but, yeah, you're like, why? Like, what's going on? <laughs> like, the whole time, you're like, what is going on? I don't understand. I feel like the main characters, I feel like the, the bad guy's motivation. Me and Michael talked about this last night. And I was like, what's his... Beside, okay, I was like, I get his the motivation the movie sold to me, but I was like, really? Like, it just seemed like such a weak reason to be like. And then there's, I, I mean, Michael didn't see this, but I thought there were plot holes with how they connected. It's just very tenuous and very weird how he's like, you know, I don't want to spoil it, but it was a good movie. But well, I may watch it now. I want to see some alien boning. That's the only reason I tuned in. Really. Yeah, I was hoping he'd like give that freaking girl with the white and shit black shit on her face the whole Make that noise again. Thank the you. The old chipmunk call. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was hoping you'd give her the chipmunk call. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry, man. No, that's it. That's it. So All yeah. Right. I watched the movie, I was confused by it. Um, I'm not sure I liked it. It was okay. This the space station in the movie too was so like uber ridiculous, over the top, insane. Yeah, it was too much. And I was like, what is going on? Like it was really crazy. It wasn't like a saucer section on top of a pillar. It was like Utopia Planitia on heroin. Huh. Covered in a glass ball with a Dyson sphere on the inside, like a reverse Dyson sphere. Is not a Dyson sphere. What's it, what's it called, Michael? There's a there's a name for that. A geodesic dome. I don't know. No, it was like the people were all living on the inside of it, and there was like all these. It was like when you thought you understood the scale, it was bigger, and when you said, "Oh, I've got it now," still bigger. I mean, just it's too it's like much. Like Halo, man. and it was it was in the middle of nowhere. That's the other thing. It was in the middle of nowhere. I was like, "Who built this and why?" Why is this crazy space station with all these people living regular lives like in the middle of it wasn't even space station it's like a planet it's like they built a planet yeah it looked like in the previous movie so they like crash land in San Francisco and all this shit this looked exactly the same 
Yeah. But it's a mm. space station. Yeah. And I get that. Like, I can't think so of Is it like Elysium? A... That yes. Matt Damon movie? Yes, or Halo. Yeah. It's like Except a, the ring world. Except way bigger. Except way bigger. Hmm. And it was a sphere, not a not a not a cylinder. But yes, right. exactly like that. Okay, it was a, it was kind of ugh, I don't know the, the movie. So I feel like this movie it's a, it's a if you just like I, I mean here's what I've learned right you have to close your eyes or shut your brain down, open your eyes, and let that idiot part of you suck everything in and be like oh. The, for movies nowadays, because obviously either we're smarter or everyone else is an idiot because there's no suspension of disbelief and not even attempt to give you a suspension of disbelief. You know, they try to suspend your disbelief with one with one line words like it's magic or science. You know, I mean, and that's not enough. You know, so how did they build the space station? Who knows? It's crazy. It doesn't make any sense. It's like all it's like there's like planes not planes, but like levels that oppose each other. And there's some crazy gravity machine inside. And they're like, if you pull this cork out, the gravity will invert. And then (laughs) it doesn't make any sense. Like they're like the gravity is specialized in the center of the thing. It's all crazy here. It's like everywhere. It's just very weird, man. Um, and I feel like the villain's motivation was just weird. I'm like, why? And how's he living this long? And why is he like, what's he, What's he's what's why is he so upset? Like, like basically, without spoiling too much about who the villain is and everything, but they retired this guy. They're like, we don't need you to do what you used to do anymore. And he's like, oh okay, I'm going to become a murderer, you know. <laughs> but then they were like, no, we don't want you to become a murderer, dude. We want you to be angry. Here's a ship. Become a captain of a ship and go be like a space explorer. But then he was like. I'm going to become a space murderer. murderer. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, that's what happened. And it just doesn't like, like, dude, at that point, you just don't even feel sorry for him, you know? And then, like, there's a scene, Michael, where they show his whole crew escaping, like someone coming to pick them up. Um, Mm -hmm. But they never explain what that scene is because you're like, oh, they got picked up. But they didn't get picked up. They apparently all died. But they never explain that. They never go into depth about that. So it's very, there's a lot of, it's just very weird. There's some plot holes and stuff. But if you want to see the guy who plays Kirk ride around on a dirt bike on a, on an alien hellscape and get chased <laughs> by weird fucking drone guys and the, the weird space battle with drones, then yes, it'll be great. You'll love it. It's okay. action packed to the max. And apparently McCoy is a badass. Okay. Yeah. Didn't know that. I mean, you know, he's the doctor and everything, so he's, he's cool. He's a quirky sidekick, dude. All he's got left is his bones. Get it? <laughs> or his bone. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, check it out. But, eh. So, did you guys watch it together? No. Oh, we okay. talked about it last night. Okay. James had already seen it. I watched it earlier this week. Very good. And then last night, though, together we did watch a new show on Netflix, which is animated, called Castlevania, based on the video game. Yeah. James, take it away. Um, <laughs> okay, so I played the video game, like, a couple times as a kid, you know. Um, but basically, it's like a, this side-scroller 
dungeon crawler thing where you're like killing through hordes of monsters to get to Dracula. Um, and I think you have to save some print. I don't know what you have to do. You have to save somebody or something. I don't really remember. It was 30 years ago. But um, it was a cool game. It was fun. And a lot of people remember it fondly. Um, this movie is a movie. It's not, I think it's loosely based on the game, but TV not really. Show. On the TV show. Um, it's four episodes. Uh, the animation is really, really good. It's it's, very, it's like anime. It's like anime, yeah. yeah. But um, it's in English, and the dubbing, the, 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 the English is very good. It's not like a dub. So it wasn't like made in Japan and then released here. It's the... the the animation's very good, and the, the the voice is very good. I have to reiterate that because if you're an anime fan or you're used to American dubs, it's like four American actors who do the dubs, and they're horrible. You know, <laughs> they don't understand anything about the Japanese language or what their content of what they're doing. So their inclinations are wrong. Jokes to, j- jokes that should fall should work fall flat. Um, Things that should be funny are just weird or awkward. It's just not good. This is not the case here. Like this is legitimately good. The timing is nice. It has its funny parts. It has its sad moments. It kind of like this is very gory, very adult. But um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. And I don't want to spoil too much because it is on Netflix right now. But um, if you liked, I'm not even going to say if you liked Castlevania. If you like a good story and you like the the latitude that an animator can take that a movie can't take like in a movie it's hard to show a person get sliced in half in entrails without an entrails without it looking cgi or like some kind of weird practical effects dummy they do it really well here so it looks it flows right along with the theme of the show and it doesn't look out of place at all like it just looks like a horrible a rough horrible medieval life that these people live um with monsters and vampires and shit it's good. I enjoyed it. Mink. So you said four episodes. Is it essentially like a one-off miniseries, or I think it's a regular thing. I think they're gonna. I think it's like their new orange or the new black. I think, but because the fourth four episodes, they just kind of. I would say that would be like what we would call like a prequel, or okay, a, the prequel to the main story or something. Like I'm sure next year it'll be like an eight episode release or something. And me and Michael were kind of just kind of thinking. Um, that because of the time it takes to make animation that maybe they're they're making it they made it they only had enough they only they only wanted to make four to see if it would take you know but it's really good so i I bet you next year there'll be eight i've seen japanese japanese animation companies do that they'll make like four of something or three of something and then they'll say oh this was really good let's make some ovas and they'll make like another like two more like two hour long OVAs or something. Okay. So cool. Very good. Thank you for that recap. Um, James, you want to talk about some player unknown for game theory, player unknowns, cattlegrounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm playing it right now, actually. While we speak, I've been, been playing it while the show's on the entire time. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. I believe you. Um, <laughs> I'm capable of that though. I'm that kind of monster. Um, <laughs> this this is actually so I so I've been like avoiding this game for a while because I look when I first saw it I was like oh it's King of the Hill it's a it's it's H one Z one um King of the Hill mod but they someone made a whole game out of it so it turns out the guy who made 
H1Z1, that's what he did. He had a mod or someone made a mod called called King of the Hill, which basically like one person has to run around killing everybody while these circles close in to narrow in the space they have to play in to push everybody together. Um, if you get caught outside the circle, you get hurt or killed or punished. And um, the winner is the king of the hill. So basically, Player Unknown's Battleground is that. It's an entire game of king of the hill. There's a very well done, a very nicely laid out uh, map that is an island. You fly in on a C-130. You jump out of the plane anywhere on the map, and you have three minutes or not, I think it's like five minutes or something like that before the first circle comes in. Um, so there's a, there's two circles. There's a white circle and a blue circle. And the white circle's there when you start. So you land, and as soon as you land, as soon as you touch ground, you see the white circle. And you can see, am I out of the circle or am I in the circle? If you're out of the circle, like on the other side of the map, you've got to work to get in that circle because a blue circle is creeping in from the outside. And once it hits a two-minute mark, it's going to start to close faster and faster on the white circle and that blue circle will hurt you as long as you're out of it it will drain your health so this is whole whole system is designed to push people into a narrow space so the game doesn't last very long it's like a 20 minute game if even that 20 minutes round 20 minute round 15 minute round depending on what hat what's happening and it's a bloodletting man it's but it's a lot of fun I, i'm surprised but it's a lot of fun it's re i really enjoy it i didn't think i would but I enjoy them enjoying, enjoying the hell out of it. I know it's very popular these days. I have yeah. a question. So when you land, you said you see this white circle and the, the blue circle approaches that. Um, so it's sort of zoning off part of the map, as you said, forcing everyone together. Every time the, the arena or area gets smaller, do you get to see a new white circle? So you know where the next sort yeah. of border is going to stop yeah the white circle as soon as the blue circle and the white circle meet a new white circle is created okay and so basically the white circle could be like it could be like very large and then it could go down and be a little bit smaller but in the northwest corner of where the old white circle was mm, you know okay so, so it's circle, not it, yeah. it doesn't like collapse um, uniformly. No, 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 not at all. It could be anywhere within that circle. The circle can t continue to collapse. So, so it's no, so even if you like got lucky and you landed in the circle and you basically when you land you have to hunt around for supplies, guns, weapons, ammunition, modifications to your guns, sniper rifles, backpacks, all that kind of stuff. Do you even spawn you, with a pistol or anything? You spawn with nothing. Just mm, your fists. Okay. Um, so <laughs> even if you, even if you land right in the center of where the large work circle is, you could be out of luck in two minutes. So no one has a real advantage. Uh, the only people who have a real advantage in the game is if you get very lucky. Um, uh, so far the highest I've been able to get is to, uh, I think we got to three. We got to third. No, we got to 10. Uh, we played with another. We played with another guy. One of the guys on our on our on our uh, pirate on our pirate team. He's on our pirate FPS squad for the for our our gaming organization, our pirate organization, and he's a nationally ranked or a globally ranked CS:GO player. Um, and he played with us, and we he got very high. 
we all got killed. Like, well, two of us, two of us got killed. It was me and him, and then I got killed, and then he got killed. But I was like number fifteen, and then he was. I stayed with him till he died, and you stay spectating. So I spectated him till he died, and he died at ten, and that was the highest we'd ever gotten as a team. So you can play as teams, you can play in as two duos, squads, or solo. Also, nice. I think it's still thirty dollars on Steam. Yeah, something about that. It's actually pretty cheap. Um, and worth picking up if you're looking for something fun and easy where you don't have to think too much. You can, and, and the nice thing, the way this game is designed, like I could launch the game right now and be in a game in under three minutes. And when the game ends, it exits you to the lobby, and then you say, I'm ready, and then it immediately dumps you into another game. And that that's due to the popularity right now. It's a very popular game, so lots of people are playing it. So there's always a game to get into, always. You'll never, you never have to wait to start a game, which is nice, you know. Cool. The one thing I'll mention, which isn't really germane to anything, but it's been kind of bugging me. What would you say? Germane. Yes, this is correct. Okay. Um, the logo of the game. Mm-hmm. What is it designed to look like? Um, PUBG. Mm-hmm. You mean that there, there's like a a wings and a fire, like a fire thing in the center? Um, no. I mean, like when you look at the game on Steam, it has player unknowns and then battlegrounds in bigger letters. Yeah, and it's like in gold. Everything's like in gold letters. Mm-hmm. That looks like something. It looks I, like I Battlefield. Know. Maybe a little bit, yeah. Maybe that's what it is. It's probably designed to look like that. Um, this is, uh, I'll say this, it's not a uh, its not a very imaginative game. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the guy who made it, the people call him Player Unknown. I don't know why. Um, it's not like Maybe that unknown. was his alias? He probably. His name's like Bill whatever. You know, he's a regular <laughs> guy. Um, and Battleground's pretty basic and unimaginative name. Um, In the link I put in the description, Michael just pointed it out without pointing it out. Um, Yeah, it it briefly tops CSGO and concurrent players, which is pretty cool. There's a whole article about it, but it's pretty self-explanatory. So, and it'll probably, it probably won't, though, beat CSGO out, but I think, I think it's a fad, but it's a fun-ass fad. It's just fun. It's fun, fast-paced gameplay, easy to play. It's very flexible. There's no fall damage, so... I think people will play it for quite a while. I mean, people still play Left 4 Dead. I'm surprised people play play CSGO. Oh, people love CSGO. That's a natural sensation. It's huge. I don't know why either, honestly, but it is. Is that the one with all the... the Terrorists versus counter-terrorists? Oh, so no, so I'm thinking of something else then. Yeah, no, no, it's car- terrorists versus counter-terrorists. What's you the- are probably thinking of League of Legends? No, I'm thinking of another... StarCraft? Valve game, where it's uh, sort of very cartoonish-looking characters. Oh, Team, Team Fortress, Fortress 2. 2. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah. People still play that. Not a whole lot, yeah. but people do play it. They do? Hmm. According to this, Dota... Dota is still the number one by a lot. <laughs> yeah, and people play Dota two, and I don't, I don't get it. It's just Dota two is what they call a MOBA, right, Evan? Correct. 
Yeah, what does MOBA stand for? A multiplayer online battle arena. Yeah, so you have like different kind of character types. I guess it's fun. I don't know. To me, the battle arenas are very small. You know, I, I've always liked the Battlefield 2 style, like size arenas, which is that are massive spaces that you play in. And, yeah. you know, Player Unknown has that. It's a whole country. You know, there's military bases, and it's like DayZ, basically. Yeah, I hmm. think the the whole MOBA popularity has a lot to do with um, the player's celebrity status in countries like South Korea. Mm. Where, like, everyone plays and follows those games. Right, 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 right. Started off with the StarCraft popularity and sort of carried on to the original Dota and then League of Legends and then Dota 2. So, I'm not a fan, but that's fine. I don't get it. Maybe uh, fans of the show, if you're lucky, will play some... PUBG. Maybe yeah, we'll, we'll get Evan and Michael to play. We'll have a con- we'll have a fan contest. The winner will get to have their ass handed to them by semi amateur professional gamers. <laughs> semi amateur professional gamers. <laughs> put, the, put I'd say put amateur in there one more time. Semi semi amateur amateur semi professional amateur gamers. There we go. That's yes. about right. So basically, just gamers. Correct. Of average intelligence. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Filthy casuals. Yeah, basically. But it's a lot of fun. It's a fun-ass game. I think anybody who tries it will have a good time. You know? I pl- I've been playing with randoms lately, and it's it's fun. Almost everybody uses comms, and it's it's a good time. Hmm. <laughs> uh, All right. Do, do people play weird songs? Yes. All the time. They're my, All the dude, time. Get so going back to the concert I went to. I'm sorry to sidetrack this. No, no, good. They play like '80s dance music in between bands, and everyone's like singing along and everything. So the the song they play right before Tesseract goes on was "Never Gonna Give You Up" by Rick Astley. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh shit, they're Rick rolling us. They're not gonna perform. They're just gonna get up on stage and leave. Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would have thought the same thing, probably. Yeah, I would I would have too. I'd be like, fuck, everybody knows this means they're gonna set the theater on fire. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Lock all the doors. Mm. <laughs> Whoa, James, you just took it <laughs> took it to the next level. Jeez. Good stuff. It's like most right. down with automatic weapons, you know, whatever. Yeah. The game is sucks. Like <laughs> So, thank you, James, for that synopsis. Um, just have a quick, not a quick video, but a quick uh, thing to say. In the Yum Update section, I put a YouTube video say is uh, is ketosis dangerous? And to give some uh, scientific background, pros, cons, how your body adapts, um, various stages of fat burning, etc. So, if you encounter someone who's interested in it and you don't necessarily feel comfortable explaining it to them, this could be a good video to show. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looking at it, it looks like it has high production value. It does have pretty high production value. Which is always a good thing. 
It is. Keeps it keeps the user's attention. Mm-hmm. That it does. Yeah. Um so I just have one thing in our extra section. Uh, I want to read an excerpt from the page. I haven't. I looked at this. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it is I, ridiculous. Dude, I'm looking at it now. <laughs> Holy fuck. Holy so, fuck. Okay. Rumpology is sometimes called butt reading in modern parlance. It's the art of reading the lines, crevices, dimples, and folds of the buttocks to divine the individual's character and gain an understanding of what has occurred in the past and get a prediction of the future. Now, this hails back to the ancient Greeks and Romans, but that's not the fascinating part. The fascinating part about this is this woman is Sylvester Stallone's mother. What? Yes. Dude, that's the most ridiculous part of all. (laughs) Dude. (laughs) Dude. Oh, my God. Yes. I saw her name and I was like, maybe she's his sister. Uh, yes. It's even better. It's even fucking yep. better. So along with rumpology, which she is very good at apparently, she is also your traditional astrologer and psychic. So just in case you're wondering if she's, you know, got a questionable um repertoire, I guess. I don't know. Questionable skills. She's legit. Okay. Sylvester Stallone's mom can read the future from your ass. Just so everyone knows. God bless. So she makes reports. I feel like she's cheating herself here. She's calling them rumpology reports, but I feel like this is a golden moment to call it the rump report. (laughs) James, did you scroll down through the past, past the parchment to see the real life picture? Yes. (laughs) Yes, I did. Do you wish you hadn't? Yes. <laughs> I feel like there's a beanbag at the bottom there. I feel like there's balls. Right could there It could very well be. It seems like there's more there. You're right. Hmm. Scroll that down. Is it scrolling down? Yeah. Just scroll your mouse wheel down. Oh, my. Ugh. So, so hairy. Mm-hmm. Well, I just thought you guys should know about her. <laughs> so, preemptive, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Evan. Mm-hmm. Now we can die. A horrible, uh, a little, horrible death. A little worse off. <laughs> a little worse off than we were. Thank you. Whatever, this is great. This is fucking great, and you know it. This has made me... This might add, This might have added like, you to my life. He's like, this... Is giving me a quarter chub. <laughs> Just a quarter, but it's there. Yeah, it's pretty good. He's like, we all have to deal with it now. What? Okay. Rumpology. Okay. Huh. Mike, would you care to talk about some extra stuff? You know, Evan, I would. Good. Thank you for asking. You're welcome. So, this first one's for you, Evan. Okay. The best keyboard ever is back. Oh, my God, yes. So, this is uh, the IBM Model F keyboard, which was first introduced in 1981. A 10-pound keyboard. A.K.A. a melee weapon. Yes. It says uh, it's made out of... uh, die cast zinc 
and keys that crash down on buckling metal springs. Mm-hmm. So loud. So it's um it's coming back. A guy is making it. He's like remaking them like to the original specs. Nice. You can get some buckling spring keyboards um from from a couple different manufacturers. I think they're in the $200 range, mm-hmm. something like that. Um and you can find some original like IBM Model M keyboards which are sort of the go-to buckling springs. Uh you can find those on eBay for probably about the same price, maybe a little less, you know, depending on uh, condition and everything. But I'm excited about this. Well, so the the uh, website is modelfkeyboards.com. If you want one, you got to place an order on their website by July 31st. Um, I guess they're going to collect all the money and then do kind of do like the run of them, you know. Mm-hmm. But they're quite expensive. Yep. Like hundreds of dollars. I don't think I'm going to get one. Thank you for bringing it to my attention, but I might. No, see... I just, I just know you would appreciate it. I, I do. Um, yes, you don't have to a, get one. I mean, as it's, a collector crazy. of input devices and computer peripherals, I do appreciate this. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, obviously, if you can find an original one, that'd be great too. I'm assuming these newer ones are probably USB, which is nice. Yeah. You know? Not five pin DIN or whatever the half moon shit is. <laughs> serial. No. <laughs> um, it's a serial keyboard? Madness. No. But, uh, yeah. So, eh, whatever. But it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. But I'll stick with my Razor, uh, my Razor clickety clack keyboard that I got at work that it's I'm sure all enough. my, all my, uh, all my neighbors they love, love it. <laughs> hey, how else would they know I'm working? You know exactly. Man, it's not I'm, your problem. It's I'm their sitting problem. there. I'm sitting there clacking away sometimes, and I'm like, <laughs> I know they're like, what the fuck? You know, <laughs> you know. It's so good though. It is good. Your is good. your work proficiency goes up by like seventeen percent. Hmm. Exactly. So. Next up, I put here, the universe is alive. So scientists now believe the universe itself may be conscience. Well, we are the universe observing itself. Mm-hmm. They're calling it panpsychism. Panpsychism says that the universe could be capable of consciousness, which could change everything. Could change everything. And these are physicists thinking this. Not like, you know, kooks. Well, maybe they're kooks. but Not rumpologists? Not rumpologists. They already <laughs> believe the universe is alive. I mean, there's a lot of shit we don't understand. Like octopus, octopi, and cuttlefish. They, like, don't have a brain. They don't have, like, a dedicated brain. But they're super smart. Do cuttlefish like to cuddle? Yep. Okay then. Done. Please please bring <laughs> one to me. <laughs> I it will not survive long out of water, so it will be a short lived friendship. Uh that's too bad. Well I can get in the water, you know. I mean you can eat it when it dies also. That'd be 
horrible, but yeah, could do that. Um, so yeah, check out that article. It's interesting. Uh, I'm not going to go into it too much here, but yeah, interesting. Thank you. Fun shit. We like the universe and, and talk of it. So, so is this is this a an argument that the simulation of the universe that we live in has consciousness and we are itself observing itself thinking about itself. Could be, could be. I like where you're going. Hmm. So take That's that food for thought, take that to the, to its natural conclusion. It's like take that atheists. <laughs> take that to its natural conclusion, Evan. The answer is yes. Okay. Thank you. Problem solved. Get all that, uh, James? Yes, sir. Okay. He's like, I'm playing player unknown battlegrounds. I'm not listening anymore. I'm playing CSGO. I don't know. Whatever. (laughs) Um, All right. Next up. The good guy with a gun theory debunked. Classic. So analyzing 37 years of data, a Stanford team finds no basis for a theory that a good guy with a gun has ever helped anything. Where this article at? Your favorite uh, news source, James. What news source? Vice.com. You mean cuck.com? You mean liberalagenda.com? <laughs> yeah. I, I think... I think That's fake news. Alternativefacts.com. Yeah, exactly. This is, has been debunked. This has been debunked. Every <laughs> okay. hardy American gun owner is a hero. They will save the day versus Al-Qaeda and ISIS Al-Qaeda. and all them Muslims. Thank you, hero citizen gun owners. I, I will. I don't believe. Obviously, I'm joking. But I will say we live in a time when no news source can be, I don't want to say trusted, but you look at it and you're like, oh, Vice News. Okay. They are a liberal leaning news A source. liberal cuck establishment. I mean, they, they, they not, I wouldn't pushing, say that. Go pushing that far, the Zionist agenda. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like that. I wouldn't go that far, but I would, I would say that, you know, they are a liberal, a liberal outlet sort of. So, you know, of course anyone will find anything and say, oh, this is what's happening. You know, until we see the Stanford thing ourselves, we can't really say, did they put the Stanford report in there? Um, I think they linked to it. Okay. So maybe it's worth a read. Yeah, it's a pretty long article, actually. I don't believe that, though. I'll be honest with you. I don't believe it. I, I believe that. Go ahead, Michael. Before no, I no. get in No, go ahead. Story. Go ahead, please. No, I, I mean, I. <laughs> I think that. Um, I think that a good, the a good a good person an arms. I think the armed citizenry is a good thing, and I think if more people were armed, it'd be good. You know, if if they were trained. I mean, and we're talking trained properly with common sense, respect, and restraint for firearms, then you have a good thing. Obviously, people are idiots, and for every good person out there, there's a fucking moron who shouldn't have a gun. But if somehow we could say, we're going to give a gun to every good person, I think it'd be a good thing. I think it would be a good thing for society, and I think places would be a lot safer, you know? Is that what you think? I do. Hmm. Okay. Makes a hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Shallow and Bright parts over there, douche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Infoworld, what is it? Infowars.com. Yeah, Infowars, Info I'm sorry. Yeah. That's right. There you go. 
All right, cool. The psychic vampires ruling the country. <clears throat> well, I got my uh, police positive right here, so I'm ready. All right. Mm, yeah. What movie was that? Uh, Casino? Or Reservoir Dogs? What? He talks about like shooting someone in the head with a twenty two. Like twice, it just rattles around and scrambles up their brains without yeah. blowing the head off. Yeah. Don't they talk about that in uh, in My Blue Heaven? I don't know. I'm pretty sure Steve Martin talks about that when he's on the stand, huh. giving testimony. Okay. At whatever trial he's... Uh... That could be it. I've seen that movie once. But only I think once? I, I th- only once, maybe twice. But I think it came from the lips of the great Robert De Niro. I thought he was going to say the great Joe Pesci. (laughs) But yeah, no, that's fine. He's also great in Mm -hmm. in those those kinds of movies. Mm Mm-hmm. You know. Is he he great to you? You think he's great? Yes. Okay. It's like, uh, what was it? There's a a George Carlin uh, thing where he says, he says he worship, he doesn't, you know, pray to God or worship God or anything. He says... He says, I worship the sun, right? You know, it gives me light, gives me life, blah, blah, blah. He's like, but I don't pray to the sun. He says, I pray to Joe Pesci. <laughs> He's like, because that's it looks like a guy who can get shit done. <laughs> so there you go. If George Carlin thinks Joe Pesci is all right, then I think he's all right. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> all right. So next up, this is just a little reminder. I think we talked about this a while back, but uh, I could be wrong. But the there's a a Japanese basically channel, but they also have a, you know a website, obviously NHK World, and so it's a channel. Usually, usually it's on in your cable system, but you can also watch it online, and then they also have the, on their website, they have free Japanese lessons. Hmm. So I put a link in here to one of their uh, Japanese lesson things here. Cool. You so, guys might need that on your trip. Yeah. And it has, you know, very, you know, practical stuff. What is this? What is your recommendation? How much is this? Where is the restroom? You know? Dude, the, some like of the that. pictures are like just wacky as fuck. Like there's a white guy and his girlfriend holding a lobster, and he's holding it like this, <laughs> like he's looking at the bottom of it. And he's this like, isn't like, a telephone. He's like, he's like, how much is this? And I'm like, come on, man, it's a fucking. Why are you holding a lobster like that? Like, is the price on the bottom? You know, <laughs> it's and like, you, how do you say this in Japanese? <laughs> if you scroll down, it says Japanese. So that was Japan made. And that was like today's phrase, and then scroll down is like Jap- Japan made easy. There's like. What looks like a fucking wooden ass guy holding a guitar with a white girl standing next to him, and he's like, "This is my guitar," and I'm just like, <laughs> "He's like, yeah, bitch, get your honky ass out of here." <laughs> and then there's like down here, it's like two two Chinese two Japanese guys standing there, and he's like, "The guy's like, this is a t-shirt, this that is a coat," and I'm like, "Ha! Just look at the picture, dude. The picture, it's like a eat this dummy picture, yo." <laughs> look yeah, at the it is picture. actually. Um, You're right about a that. A lot of them are like that. A lot of the pictures are just like kind of weird and they're like telling a whole nother story. So yeah, funny stuff. Evan, you're going with us on our trip. I hope you know that. <laughs> you're going to Japan. Evan knows he's going. He wants to you, go. You guys uh 
pulling our money from my ticket? Organizer. No, you're fronting your own. You're fronting our tickets. Oh, is that right? <laughs> you're our Tennessean sugar daddy. Is that right? Michael's been calling you Pop Pop for months behind your back. <laughs> Ugh. Pop Pop. <laughs> Jeez. Ugh. No, he's Daddy Warbucks. That's right. Daddy Warbucks. We know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but still. Right, well, that's another topic for another day. We're going to show live from Japan that it's happening. Um, okay, so is that it? Or is it me? Uh, I think, Mike, you got one more thing. Uh, yeah, I just snuck one more thing in here. Um, this is a post on Politico.com. Oh, yeah. So this is a liberal cuck thing if there ever was one. But, uh, you know, not that I really believe in that kind of thing. But this is... Um, so apparently there was a video that went went kind of viral recently where it was Donald Trump at at a WrestleMania event like a long oh, time yeah. ago and they edited the video where instead of him wrestling whoever he was wrestling he it was someone with the head with the CNN logo on their head yeah and him like taking them down and whatever you know and so this this reporter this Jared Yates Sexton who did this post on Politico he researched that the user who posted that video and found that he made like all kinds of, you know, I'll say derogatory statements against Muslims and other minorities, you know, in the past and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And the more I read this article, I was like, whoa, what the hell? Like this guy, this, uh, this reporter has been like threatened by all these like crazy people and someone was outside his house and. And this like, is a hardcore tale. Yeah, tell it, James. Of espionage and excitement. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, you you sorry. probably know more about this than I do. So, so I did. Tale I heard about this earlier this week. So yeah, tell of time and terror. So um, Trump earlier this week responded to. There's a whole thing about CNN fake news and all this kind of stuff going on. Basically, CNN did an article. They were wrong. They redacted it like the next day. But that was all it took for this whole fake news thing to come out. And they're like out to destroy him and everything. Even though. During the during the elections, they were his biggest. They gave him the most advertising time over any other, um, most excuse me, most talk time over any other uh, news program, news uh, distributor, whatever. Period, like by far. But um, he's attacked them wholeheartedly, and he posted a video of him beating down CNN at a WrestleMania event. That was him beating down Vince McMahon several years ago at a WrestleMania event. Um, and he went into the, uh, he posted it on Twitter. And so CNN has a special forces group within their ranks called the K file. <laughs> and the K file is an investigator investigatory. That's not the right word. They investigate things on the internet. Their whole, their whole mandate is to investigate, uh, social media and the internet. So, the K-File hunted this guy down, and I think this reporter works for the K-File. So the K-File hunted this guy down, found out who the guy was, and they said, can we find out his real name? They found out his real name, and they went to his house, and they were like, so can you give us a statement on why you said uh, why you've said all this stuff, like you dropped the N-word like 36 times, and you hate minorities, and you think the best way to deal with Muslims is with a nuke, and like we read your, we read your Reddit feed. And so the guy deleted his Reddit account, but of course they had made copies of everything. And CNN was like, so yeah, 
we will forget who you are as long as you stop. So the guy has stopped, deleted his account, and basically disappeared. Um, because CNN, like, is still a major news organization and a multi-million dollar company. And not, like, just some fucking guy who you can be like, we're gonna push them around because we believe in uh, fucking whatever. Trump forever, you know? So, yeah. This this guy, obviously, this is a new part of the story that I didn't know about that Michael, what's Michael's got here. That the guy's getting harassed. Um, but... I thought this was a really cool kind of story, man, because it shows that these guys are like not fucking around because anything, honestly, the stuff Trump says, people go and shoot people over it. You know, the guy went into the pizza place in D.C. and shot the pizza place up because he thought the pizza gate thing was real, you know, well, so that wasn't a Trump thing necessarily. I mean, it wasn't a Trump thing, but Trump, but Trump and let me say this. A lot of this. So here's here's how this all connects. As Han asshole solo, the guy who posted the CNN beatdown video, he got his all his his thing. He posts and does all his activity on Reddit. Are the Donald? Not are the Donald. It's called just the Donald, I guess. But he got he does it on the Donald. The Donald is like the place for people to put like their shit. Do their Donald? Their Donald? Uh, their Trump? Uh, shit posting and all that kind of stuff, all that pro Trump, pro Republican rhetoric, all the worst parts of the internet are all there, and so basically all the worst parts of the Bible. Yeah. So, <laughs> so basically, um, and this video, that CNN video, came from Reddit. That's the only place it's been posted. So, Trump went there, or someone who works for him went there and showed it to him. I okay. think someone tweeted it, and he retweeted it. No, they said that they, they said he he was his tweet was the first. Hmm. He didn't retweet it. That's what that's what the thing I saw said. But that was earlier this week. Maybe someone found something else. But they said that there was no retweet. He he tweeted it first. It came from there. Or no no no. You're right. He retweeted it. But that person got it from there from the right. Donald. Um. But anyway, the Donald is the place where all the PizzaGate stuff started. And of course, Alex Jones, who we also know, Donald Trump gets news from. Because Donald Trump has quoted, literally quoted things that Alex Jones has Jones has said, and he's been on Alex Jones' show several times. Yeah, so, he admires him very much. Yeah, they're they're good buddies, and Alex Jones is a fucking lunatic. He's the guy who's right now saying, um, "There's a an Obama esque agenda that has been going on for many years to kidnap children and put them on a twenty year twenty year journey to Mars to be sex slaves on a Mars internment camp." Mm-hmm. Um, Fact. What? Learn, learn how Fact. space works. You didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> no. The director of NASA had to do a press conference about it earlier this week. What? Yes. Why isn't that in our news? He was like, "You guys are he's, like he computers." Was like, he's like, "Why?" He's like, "I don't know why I have to talk about this, but <laughs> it takes th- only three years to get to Mars. There's no colony of sex slaves of child sex slaves on Mars." <laughs> well, of course they deny it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, those cucks. Fucking Obama and his wife are up there having a, having a hee-haw fest on your white children. Um, <laughs> but uh, oh, I like that, James. That's a good. Yeah, one. well, you know, I've got the gems. Um, but yeah, so it's it's pretty radical, man. It's pretty nuts. I mean, it, Google PizzaGate. It's another nutso story. 
um, about a Hillary Clinton, a Clinton funded pedophile ring under pizza restaurant in DC. Um, anyway, a guy went into the pizza parlor in question and shot it up. Right. Uh, no, I heard about that. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, this stuff goes from like, and so people were threatening, people are threatening this guy and people were threatening, uh, CNN people based on their redacted article. Um, or not redacted, but their removed article or whatever, the fake news article that they posted, people were threatening them. So CNN's like, we take this very seriously, you know? So they went after this guy. And I think that's good. I don't have a problem with it, you know? I really mm-hmm. don't. If yeah. you're wrong, you're wrong, you know? Just fucking admit it. I guess it would have been a battle of legal teams, but would you have said, fuck you, CNN, and sued them for harassment? I don't know if he could have gotten away with that. Hmm. How would they? How would he sue them for harassment if they just went and asked him a question? He could have tried, but I don't. Think oh, you mean because they said because they told him quit quit what you're doing or whatever? Well, yeah, I mean like they invasion of privacy, sort of. I mean, not exactly, but they like if CNN comes to your house and gives you you know a uh, a vague threat. They, that could be a couple hundred thousand dollar settlement if you get some good lawyers. Maybe, but they just said, we'll release your name. And so here's the thing, right? This guy, asshole Hans, Han Asshole Solo, he is all about doxing. Like, he loves doxing people. He keeps saying to dox more people, dox this guy, dox that guy. You know, he's he, he's been is involved that, in spreading. Is, it, is that like swatting? Kind of. Giving out the doc, like the, all the, it's like, like, like outing people and giving out their at home address and stuff like that. Ah, uh, I um, see. So, so they basically threatened to dox him, and or they didn't threaten. They just said we're going to post this up. But the guy had pulled his information, and he said, "They said if you keep continue, just you stop, then we're we'll be good. We won't do anything. But if you mm-hmm. if you do it, so he had already pulled his stuff down. Once they started calling him, asking him for comment, he pulled all his he deleted his account, all his Reddit posts, everything like that. Hmm. So they basically said." Stay like this, and we're good. Stay down, slave. No, I'm kidding. Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) Stay down, peasant. Is that what you're telling telling me, James? That's what he probably thinks. No, you're wrong. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. That might be what I think, too. Doesn't sound right. (laughs) Yeah. Doesn't sound right. Doesn't sound right at all. That doesn't sit well with me. I don't have a problem with it. It was all public information, dude. And they, they didn't find him through some kind of weird illegal things. People are fucking stupid. We talked about this last night, Michael. You go on Tinder, you look at a girl's post, and she's got her fucking... Tinder has your real name. And then they had they had their fucking Instagram post there. And their Instagram name might be like... Her name on Tinder might be Tara, and her Instagram name might be T. Smith. And you basically know what her name is. Right. You know? they yeah. That's how they found him. They found him through... They basically use his posts to to eke out who he was, where he lived. You know, I mean, this is all public information. They didn't do anything illegal. If you're stupid and you if you don't handle a gun properly, you keep a gun, a loaded gun in your mouth, and you walk around, you're like, you know, with the trigger pulled back and a guns in condition zero. Guess what? You might blow your head off, and that's what happened. This guy, it's not like I get it. I get why you guys are upset. You're like, oh, my privacy. But you know what? This is not his privacy. He put this not shit in the Not privacy, public. but like threatening someone with, you know, shut up. 
shut up, slave, or we'll, we'll, you know. They didn't tell him to shut up. He shut himself up, and they told him, they said, okay, if you stay, if you, if you, if you, if you kill that person, if you, if you basically don't, if we don't see any more of these threats and all this other garbage you're doing, then we'll, won't, we won't put your information out there. Otherwise, we're going to do what we have the perfect right to do is release your name in a news article, which they totally have the right to do. Is it, is it nice? Is it moral? No. But are they fighting a moral enemy? No, they're basically <laughs> fighting the Al-Qaeda of fucking the internet. Oh, that's all they said? They said we'd, we'd do an article on you? Yeah. They didn't say we're going to fucking like, come and shoot you in the face. They said we're going to re- do an article and release your information in the article. I mean, his name. They wouldn't say here's his address. They'd say John Smith of Wikipedia, Kansas or whatever, you know? Hmm. Sure. Oh, okay. That's not as bad as I thought. I don't know what I was thinking, but yeah, I don't like I said, I don't see anything wrong with it. I get it that you guys own oh, privacy, but obviously, like uh, we are all trying to be very circumspect with our privacy. You know, we use fake accounts, we use VPNs, you know, and all kinds of things. And not, not we, not necessarily, but we do things to obscure our. You know, like my Steam account doesn't have my real name. It doesn't have my address or. Uh, you like, know, for Steam. the purposes of Steam, I'm a citizen of the Dutch Antilles. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, but what? you know, Steam asks you for a username, your real name, your 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 country of origin, and your state. It's like your blood type, your political leanings. Yeah, it's and like, it's nah, nah, you nah, for nah, an nah, email, nah. and I'm like, no, 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 no. He's like, email. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that. So I'm not giving you my email address. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I mean, I need to really aggressively make a whole new internet persona, and just let 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 James Fill it with just fake die data on the internet. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the that's the trick, though. If you if you you could make a new one, but then if your old one goes inactive, you know, that's like hmm. Well, it takes a lot of work to to keep up multiple identities. Yeah, that's no, what you you'd have to do. Old, you keep the old one active by posting random bullshit. Everyone, I mean. My Facebook account, I, it said the last time I posted was two months ago or something. <laughs> so that's like, perfectly... that ain't true. You may as that well be true. dead. <laughs> yeah, might as well not exist. It's all good. You're, right. you're going to be left in the digital dust. That's fine. I don't need any more fidget spinners and fucking Reddit in my life. Oh, there is one other thing. I didn't put anything in here about it, but I just want to talk about it because... I've been seeing a lot more about it, and it's driving me nuts. And I want you you guys to explain it to me. How do banks make... No. How... <laughs> you know, I was just thinking about that the other day. Were you? I was like, Mike would love... How do banks make money? That's a question Mike has asked many times, and I kind of know the answer, so I might explain it sometime, but... Oh, no, I know the answer to that now. Yeah. But um, my... My eyes have been opened, Evan. <laughs> I am I am woke. Darmok and Jalad. <laughs> yeah. Woke and on fleek. Uh yeah, exactly. No, um Flat Earth. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Why do millions of people believe that the earth is flat? Well, sure. We'll we'll save millions of people. I don't know if that's accurate, but it is. Oh oh my friend. Many millions. Um, remember I said 29% of Americans believe we didn't go to the moon? No, I don't. I didn't remember that. Yeah. I must have blocked it out. It's somewhere in our, it's in a video or something I saw. Oh, oh no, we God. talked about this on the show. We talked about it. 
with the cracked article about the Russian uh, spy apparatus we talked about a while back. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, the point is people believe anything if they can't touch it or feel it or see it. It surprised me anybody believes in religion, honestly. A magical guy with a great beard and goatee comes down from heaven, turns water into wine, died on the cross from for some for some imaginary slights that you may or may not have felt. He died for our sins. Yeah, James. And it just so happens that he will come back and then send us to heaven or hell based on how good we are. What a nice guy. A couple things. What a judgy ass. Uh, so here's here's a, a couple things to say about that. He Number made one, you. No. Yeah. Go Apparently, ahead. hell is not is not a place necessarily. It's simply the existence with the lack of God. A state of gas. A state of gassiness. A state of gassiness. Yep. Aggressive burps, yeah. nonstop, twenty four seven. Isn't isn't this hell? Uh, it you know it could be. I've heard that that theory posed. Yeah, like hell, that's <laughs> usually proposed by people with uh, really bad attitudes. I damn you to everlasting life on Earth. Like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> like they got hookers and blow there, right? Yeah, awesome. I'm down. I think so I, uh, so I can pay thirty bucks for a blowjob. Why not? Yeah. Well, James and I were just talking about uh, that last night. Actually, not not thirty bucks for a blowjob, but um, everlasting life on Earth because mm-hmm. we were watching the Castlevania thing. And so that got the whole uh, vampire conversation started again. Ah, that's nonsense. Evan, nonsense. Straight edge Van Helsing, fucker. Yep. Look, we live in a simulation, okay? So if a vampire is the coolest thing you come up with, that's a shitty simulation. Oh. So what would you do? You Would you be Cthulhu? <laughs> you know, <laughs> if I could... If I could be a shape-shifting Cthulhu, so I wouldn't have to look like a squid monster for all eternity, maybe. Mm. He is pretty much all-powerful. I thought you were straight edge. You're just more diabolical than us. I have my moments. Your game is stepped up. Me and Michael need to get good. (laughs) G-I-T-G-U-D. That's right. Tell us about the flat earth thing, though. I I, I don't know. What I don't really about. know a way to explain it other than people are really dumb and believe in conspiracies. That's like, honestly, it relates a lot to religion. Um, If you can't believe something just because you can't understand it, then there's a big problem. Why? Like- I didn't explain that very well. Why do people believe in something so ridiculous? Like, why don't they believe that Elon Musk can, t- can make the Tesla 3 on time? Hmm. Or that Chris Roberts can make Star Citizen? Instead, they choose to believe <laughs> the Earth is fine. But, but here's the question. Why? They're asking the same question of us. Why do you, why do you idiots believe the Earth is an oblength spheroid? But what's the... What's the I mean, what's the angle? Like, I don't it's get clear it. The Earth is, Earth is flat because there's a horizon. What's the? What's the? Does that make sense? What you just? Yeah, I think you just said the opposite of what you wanted to say. <laughs> but I could be. But I could be wrong. Yeah, I think I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I don't. I don't understand. They're like, it's a conspiracy. Why? What's the? What's the goal? Yeah, you're all keep, sheep. You've been people, deceived. To keep people <laughs> I mean, in the dark, what? the government's just lying to you. <laughs> from what? I mean, I don't get to it. To conceal reality. And then, 
Like, yeah, uh, and that's it. it. <laughs> so it's funny you said that, right? I asked a friend of mine asked me what I thought about like the government. And I said, I asked them, I was like, what do you think about the government? And they were like, well, I think the government, I think the government starts wars for power. And I was like, to what end? They're like, power. I was like, to what end? What's the goal? Well, uh, power. I was like, money? They were like, yes. I'm like, okay, to what end? You know? And they were like, well... I don't know. Like, that's the thing. I realize people who believe in crazy conspiracies, and I believe in a few myself, don't want to think about why. They want to believe. Mm -hmm. They don't care. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's possible or not. It's not like it has impact on their life. It's not like it's like my friend, my father died in a round earth game, and now I believe the earth is flat because of his death. Exactly. That doesn't make any sense. It's because they just have to believe. They want to believe in something. And they need to believe. It's That's like all, thinking because... there's no there. Let's say the aliens exist. We think the government's covering it up. Why would the government be covering it up? Because a person can accept that fact. A person can be smart. People are stupid and tend to panic. Right. It would cause a mass panic, whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. And all it takes is like 10 people to make something seem like it could be possible. So so that's the reason why, quote unquote, the conspiracy of why the government's keeping that a secret, right? Mm-hmm. That's the why. Yeah. Why flat earth? Why is the government keeping that from us? It doesn't make any sense. Unless no, I just it, don't it know. It doesn't. But like I said, nobody, they're not thinking about the why. They don't care about the why. They want to believe. You realize their lives suck. You know? Like, I have a pretty regular life, and my life is like, meh. Okay. So, I mean, we talked about this last night. Like, it's like, mm, all right, well, let's just get up and keep it going. You know, <laughs> if your life sucks and you have nothing else, nothing else about you is special or interesting or exciting. You're not a football player. You're not a gamer. You're not any of those things. You're not a, an actor. You're not important. Nobody cares whether you live or die. Guess what? You want to believe in something that makes you special. And then you go online and you find a group of other special retards just like yourself who are like (laughs) yes we all can believe the same thing remember what i told you man you gotta find if you find a group of people all doing the same thing together you know you'll find that it's self-feeding like it's like throwing fuel on a gas on a fire you know and each one of them can like fill each other up with like oh yeah you're right it is flat and this is why when you look out on the horizon i can't see the earth bend does it look round to you, Phyllis? Hell no, Jacob. That's, I mean, it, come on, man. So, even, okay. Even if you were to believe the ground, the earth itself is flat, I, I think one of their other beliefs is that the night sky is just a projection on a large screen above the ground. Whoa, 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 whoa. Jesus Christ. That's like... Even more, what the fuck? <laughs> I I have never heard that. Oh yeah, that's that's, that's part of it. Yeah. No. Yep. You what? made it up. I did not. James, did he make it up? Dude, I never heard that before, but I'm sure it's, it sounds like it could be. It sounds <laughs> like it could be a real thing that people believe. Yeah, the sky is a projection. I mean, people believe that the, the all the government officials are lizards. It's true. So, the sky's well, is there's like, some there's easy. some evidence to support that. Stop. 
Stop. <laughs> oh, have you seen the videos on YouTube? Yeah. It's like, yeah, where do you get yeah. your news, James, from TV? You get your news from the internet? Ugh. Yeah. He's like, there's a little known blog called Peter's Lizard Blog. That's where you go. <laughs> like, come on, man. Aggressiveburps.com. <laughs> yeah. I get all my news from aggressiveburps.com. Oh, my God. Oh, now I do have to register that site. Yeah. You do. Along with Peter's Lizard Blog. <laughs> <laughs> they can cross link to each other in a forever ending, never ending loop. Oh, uh, that would be great. Yeah. Uh, actually. Oh, so so well, you guys don't understand any more than I do, except that no. people you're are looking, people are crazy. You're looking for an answer, and there isn't really an answer that will satisfy your curiosity. Michael, go on. I mean, Evan, here's your homework assignment. You're really we'll do a flat Earth episode. Yeah, go. We need to find a flat Earth believer and have them on the show. I don't think oh I my know anyone, God. but yes. I could probably find someone. Yes. James, come on. Yes, that'll be our highest rated show. <laughs> yes. Has Joe Rogan had a flat earth person on his show? I don't know, but one that of other his show best full friends. of lunatics you love has Who? had him. Um, that show you that Michael has a subscription to. No Agenda? No. The other one, Late Night at Night or whatever. Oh, George Nori or whatever it is. Yeah, that show's full of maniacs. Well, yeah, that's true. That's uh, Coast to Coast AM or whatever it's called. Yes. Or... Oh, okay. Yes, Queen. Yes. Well, <laughs> one of Joe Rogan's best friends, Eddie Bravo, who is a world-renowned jiu-jitsu practitioner, he is like an Alex Jones fanboy, believes every conspiracy theory. Bush did 9-11. Jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams. The earth is flat. All that shit. I love how you put those in with that. So they all sound equally ridiculous. <laughs> Do you work for the liberal agenda? <laughs> so Okay, so... <laughs> He's like, oh, here we go. He's like, let's go down the list. <laughs> so I just, the whole uh, jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams, I was all about that until someone pointed out that while no, it does not melt steel beams at a certain temperature it does decrease their stability by 50 percent that'll do it yeah that'll do it what are you a fucking metallurgist i am i don't think i don't i don't uh well i'm not gonna get down that fucking tunnel right now (laughs) we'll do that on the third conspiracy episode like a nine-hour show Well, so far we've only had one uh, one show that was about conspiracies, really, right? That's true. That's where uh, Evan do... Evan donned his tinfoil hat and, yep, and, and dove my, right in. My Illuminati cloak. Yes. That's right. <laughs> also made out of tinfoil. It was made out of a bed sheet, but close <laughs> enough. <laughs> I thought it was a destroyed <laughs> t-shirt, but that works. Yeah. Same amount of cloth. Correct. <laughs> That's... That's sad. Yeah, <laughs> right, I've looked at one of my shirts and I'm like, man, I could just cut this up the side and it'd be a fucking tablecloth. <laughs> That's a lot of fabric. Yeah. Oh, no wonder my shirts cost more. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you, Mike. James, did you uh, have no, I something? Got I got nothing. Nothing in there. We nah. we covered it all in that uh, last discussion. Yeah. Very good. 
Don't believe what they tell you, folks. <laughs> it's all fake. Even it's the all fake, bullshit. Even the fake news is fake. Yep, as it's George fake. as George Carlin would say, it's all bullshit and it's bad for you. Yeah, it's real fake doors. <laughs> Realfakedoors.com. <laughs> all right. That uh, uh, by the way, Evan, that it, those so there's two episodes where they have the intergalactic cable box or whatever it uh-huh. is. And those are they're not my favorite, but they're way up there, you know? Yeah. Because all that crap is so ridiculous yeah. and hilarious like and insane. Two, two brothers. Into my eyes, Johnson, or whatever. <laughs> I like the two brothers one. It's like two brothers in Mexican grandmother armada tomato battle. It's just it's just <laughs> two brothers. <laughs> yeah, and you can hear everything like is like ad libbed. Yeah. The guy's just laughing. <laughs> like, yeah. The guy's talking. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, uh, so apparently on the on those like on that episode, he mm-hmm. just went into the sound booth, got drunk, and started talking. <laughs> really? And they made an episode around it. Oh my god! And then the Lucky Charms one they have. Oh yeah, my uh, raz my strawberry sniggles or something. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is. He's like Jesus Christ! Uh. <laughs> the kids fucking dig into his stomach and start eating. Them. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, it's covered in my stomach acid. Why would you want that? Uh. He's like, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. <laughs> Dude, what about we need more Chad Michael Vincents? Should we know oh, who it's that is? Ja- Jan Michael Jan Vincent. Jan Michael Vincent, yeah. James, you know who that is? No, I don't. So I had to look it up because I was like, who is that, right? I was like, I feel like I should know who that is, but I didn't. Airwolf. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It's like yeah. In a world where there are only fourteen Jan Michael Vincents and eight districts to cover, we need more Jan Michael Vincents. <laughs> <laughs> and Morty's there, like, is it important for us to know who Jan Michael Vincent is like, to, to nah, get, nah, 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 to nah, get nah. this? <laughs> Rick's like, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> that's another thing. I'm sure we've talked about it before, but anyone listening to this show, if you haven't watched Rick and Morty yet, check it out. Check out Scary Terry. Let <laughs> us know what you think. Bitch. Aw, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> instead of instead of knives, he has little swords. Yeah. <laughs> on his hands. <laughs> it's like it's a legally safe ripoff of a nineteen eighties movie character. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's great. So yeah, Rick and Morty, we're fans. Check it out. Season three is coming soon. Mm-hmm. Not soon enough, though, right, Evan? Not soon enough. Mm-hmm. Preach it. That's right. All, All right. right, we're good. So on I that got. note, uh, we'll wrap up this episode. Uh, you can send us feedback. Feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. Check us out at our website iopanelpodcast.com twitter at iopanelpodcast i think someone still updates that maybe every now and again perhaps every now and again all right uh we have various links on our social media section to rss feeds um our various social medias um so check us out there thank you all for listening and we'll talk to you next week